Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Started Up Podcast. Crucial conversation. Don, how are we doing this morning? We're good. Yesterday, I turned a corner. Yesterday, good things happened. So Really? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's always a lot of memes and, and like, things that, like, when you're running something, it's that scribbly line of, like, this is great, or this is awful, or I'm, I'm not going to make it to the end of the month financially, and we're going to be awesome. It, it, so we're... I'm not going to like gloat because every dude today brings a new challenge, but yeah, yeah, it was extraordinarily good. And you went, you probably went through a range of emotions, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. Right. Fact, and, I was and, walking, I was walking to a meeting and feeling somewhat confident about it. I get mm-hmm. a text, I get a text uh, from a major company saying that hey sorry we've mulled this over for probably nine months and uh out of nowhere like hey our budget got approved and it was bigger sponsorship than i thought right i had i hadn't heard from them and i hadn't heard from them in months months so i walked into the other meeting pretty happy pretty happy just just feeling confident right so 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 let's so let's talk about our emotions and just just and how that actually impacts our productivity um first off i want to say start by saying this or giving this analogy um we should never get too high and we should never be too low at any given time we should always try to measure ourselves uh, as a level of consistency somewhere in between and our coach uh, i said my coach used to say that to me when i was um playing football he says because there are so many things that happen during the game he says you can be up one minute and then the next 10 seconds you could be down by 14 points and and, yeah and and it's overcoming all of those things but like it's the confidence in knowing that like hey we're here in this game and the clock hasn't expired so we just keep doing whatever it is that we do that got us to this point and we're going to try to make adjustments to overcome this deficit. But he's always talked to us about our emotion because he said thoughts become things. So so, so when you're going through a range of emotions. So talk to me, Don, about a time maybe where you weren't feeling like, like you didn't feel so confident going into a meeting. How did you handle that? <laughs> um, boy, I... I you know, I think this is where having a great team comes in because the the, form, the former Don Wetrick, the, the, the non-business Don Wetrick, the going in, you know, yep. the, in education Wetrick, I always felt confident going into a meeting because I had <laughs> controlled variables. I mean, I, like I did, I had controlled variables. Now that I'm on the fundraising and running a, you know, nonprofit, uh, like I, I, when I don't feel confident, well, well, heck, you always, you're a sports metaphor guy, you sink into the level of training so i have a team that will prepare me to go into a meeting to where i don't have to necessarily make it emotionally uh or performance based like man don was passionate about that pitch i present Mm -hmm. the evidence (laughs) right right i give them the things that i was prepared for and because like i was laughing when 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 you said, uh, you know, don't get high, don't get too low, you know, as, as a person that lives in Indianapolis and um, when I cared more about sports is when uh, Peyton Manning was here. Um, this I is bet. why we, this is why we never really cared when the Colts would have a lead on the Patriots. You're like, wait, 
hold on. Now the Colts had a pretty decent run against the Patriots, but um, I, you know, I, I, your two favorite teams in Indianapolis are the Colts and whoever's playing uh, the, the, the dreaded Patriots that week. Right. So I, I just remember watching a team that would be up uh, by 14 and there'd be five minutes left against the Patriots. And I'm like, well, they're going to lose because <laughs> they right. would start celebrating. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I think that that uh, that how you go into a meeting, if you're not feeling great, if you trust in the plays, if you trust in the preparation that the rest of the team has helped you with, um, it's a it's it's a little bit of help. But I'm not going to lie. I, I still get nervous sometimes yeah. and I still get kind of right. in your stomach. But, you know, I try to get through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so here, here's the thing. It, like, it's it's okay to go through every emotion on the emotional scale. As a matter of fact, you can't help it. If, if I say you're pretty, you're going to respond based on several different factors, but it, it's going to make you feel a certain type of way. Um, and you still are expected to perform despite your emotions. So, so like I have like what's well, say I have this theory, but like I read about this theory about like the brain, the upstairs brain and the downstairs brain. And I'm not gonna bore you with all of the details, but basically your upstairs brain is where you make your most logical decisions. And your downstairs brain is your more primitive brain, and that's where you respond to crises. The problem sometimes is like our our genetic genetically, our bodies are designed to uh, deal with conflicts in our downstairs, more primitive, non-logical brain. You ever have something happen to you and in the moment you respond in such a way that when you reflect later, you feel like, man, I could have handled that a lot different. And I should have handled that a lot different. And you get to a place in, in, in your life where you, you you mature and you start handling those things after you've dealt with them with your downstairs brain and your upstairs brain because you have, like you said, you you fall to your level of training. So then, so then what are some things that we can do to when something happens to us, because we still have to go through our day and we should never get too high and we should never get too low. What what are some things that we can do to overcome um, our our deficit when we're dealing with too high of an emotion or too low of an emotion. So one of the things that I do, Don, and I'll share first, one of the things that I do is ask myself, what am I learning now? And then once I identify what I'm learning now, how is this going to benefit me now? How is this going to benefit me in the future? Is there anything that I can do to uh, make the situation better with what I've learned? And I go through that kind of self-talk speech and what it begins to do is it, it releases the pressure in the back of your neck and all that tension that's around, you know, your blood vessels. And you start to think logically again, and it moves me back upstairs. Okay. So what do I do? Uh, well, I mean, in a, in a lot of ways, um, well, <laughs> I don't want to get too personal. Uh, yep. I, and yet we call crucial conversations. So maybe I should. Uh, I, I think a lot of cases here lately, especially you've remind me and you've been such a good friend um, to rely on my faith. Um, uh, things were tough <laughs> this last month. And, uh, 
you, uh, while I don't have any problems asking uh, some of my very close friends to, to pray with me uh, during bad times, you've also given me a reminder that it's, it's cool to do that as well and good. Um, so <laughs> I've got to be honest, yeah, sometimes to, to prepare myself before I go into something like that, it's, it's, it's a small prayer. Um, yep. and, and, and realizing that I'm not in control of everything. Uh, that or sometimes, I mean, going back to the, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I almost guided meditation as well and visualizations. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of um, sports psychologists and, and then, yep. you know, envisioning you making that putt or hitting that, you know, ball or whatever. Um, so sometimes I do, I positively visualize or, <clears throat> um, one thing my team likes to talk about is just have intentionality. So we'll always have a little yep. pre briefing about, yep. about 30 minutes before I walk into a meeting and say, okay, let's be intentional. What are the outcomes do you want out of this? Like what right. like, deliberately, if, you, if this was a win, what would a win look like? And if I answer that and then they're like, okay, but you forgot about blank, be intentional about blank. I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. Because right. I'm a, well, because if you haven't noticed, <laughs> I'm a conversationalist and all of a sudden I can get lost in a fun conversation. And so yeah. you, you go into a meeting and you have four things you want to go over. The first two are so fun. And then the guy who you're having a meeting with has a fun side story about his kid when he was in school and how he would appreciate this. And then you walk out talking about the guy's kid and then you leave going, oh, crap, <laughs> I forgot about yeah. it. So intentionality. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and those are some proactive things that you can do to uh, get through the day. And just the impact of those things, if you do any research, you know, I love my little research tidbits. Like it increases your um, resiliency to the things that you're going to face through the day when you pray and meditate. Like that's, that's research. No matter who you pray to, what you pray to, or how you meditate, it, 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 it increases your resiliency because what it does is it engages your upstairs brain because you think about those problems so when they do come you've already gone through a lot of those emotions that you experience which kind of segues into like when you're alone and you're away from the problem and you still think about the problem and you're still feeling about like you're still dealing with the problem what you have to do is you have to create a logical plan in order for a lot of those like just that, like that emotional sting to, uh, I say go away, but to, to, to lessen. So again, like I was going to say too, one of the things that, that, that I practice as well is praying and meditating about the things that I'm going to face. And also get into the practice of writing those things down, because if I know that I'm going to deal with a situation again, just like you said, I think about the outcomes and what I want to accomplish and then what is important. And also I think about what can I, like in what ways can I compromise and what ways like what can I leave on the table what without losing my integrity and without diminishing the character of who I am because that, that's important for us because a, a lot of times we operate in such a way that like we want to preserve our status because we're humans so status is important to us whenever whenever there's a situation and our status is about to be disrupted we operate in such a way to uh, maintain what we call the status quo. However, if we think about all of the things that impact our status, because it is important, you can be like, I'm, I'm not a title person, but you are when it comes to your title being taken away from you or your position being moved or your status with, with people. So think about what it is that you can leave on the table to 
not diminish your dignity or to lose any integrity. And that right there will give you a lot more strength going into the day to deal with those range of emotions. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I think that the, the, the things we're bringing up here uh, are just great advice. And it's, I, I think that everything it circles back to is, is that metacognitive, you have to sometimes think about your own thoughts. Yep. Um, I, I think it's, <clears throat> it's a wonderful tool and just a wonderful mindset to literally be aware of your own thoughts. And even sometimes when things get fleeting, that you don't let yourself go down a rabbit hole of panic. Or to your point earlier, you don't go down a rabbit hole of euphoria. And I'm the best ever. And I'm the greatest. Um, So yeah, I both of those sing to me. Um, So but let's talk about though, the, the person that's always in the middle that they're they're neither high nor low i mean in some ways we're saying there's there's an advantage to that um yep. but staying in permanent vanilla isn't good either what are nope. what are what are some ways around that so you have to experience life number one i was going to say like when something high happens experience it and be thankful for it and when something low happens experience it and be thankful for it and that's hard um and that won't preach in a lot of churches but experience those things so you know in order to in, in in order for flowers to grow it has to rain and in order to experience joy you need pain um but in between those things the the person that is consistent is is normally the person that that typically scares people because i'm neither high nor low and if i can get to a place to where i'm just in execution mode because what because what ends up happening is with that person that's in between is like 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 i would call that like your point of focus like i'm focused on what it is that i'm doing and like and like outside factors outside of the things that i know or the levers that i know um that i can control um are the only things that matter right now because like i'm i'm in this realm of i'm i'm doing i'm I'm getting my to-do list done or I'm facilitating this project. I don't have time for the opinions of uh, the opinions of other of, of, of others. And I think with the person who's consistently in the middle, and like nobody lives in, in, in the high point, the low point, or the middle point all the time, because we have to experience euphoria after being consistent for such a long time. But if not, then you'll you'll lose your mind. And then yes. pain is necessary for you to know what greatness feels like right like i failed so i know what it like i know that that there's a difference um but so like it's it's managing yourself within those zones because when you're focused people say are you okay you're like no nah, i'm just focused i'm just trying to be focused and like your energy shifts into a different plane and people can normally feel that when you're euphoric you answer the phone people can feel when you're experiencing high and then when you're low People can people experience that. So it's where your energy is at, and and understanding how how am I dealing with people, especially if you're a leader. How am I dealing with people when I am focused? How am I dealing with people when I am happy? Because what ends up happening is people like predictability, and people like to put you in the box. So if you're not giving off the same energy that you gave Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of last week, and you shift to a different energy. People think something is wrong when typically there's there's nothing wrong outside of you've experienced something 
and it's caused you to shift your energy. And it's it's getting to a place to understanding how am I going to deal with the different people when I am in a state of focus, euphoria, or I say temporary depression. You know, I can't say I, I, I agree enough on that. Um, to your earlier point, <clears throat> it's going to sound counterproductive, but I know that you, 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 in some ways, you said this delicately, you should look for pain. Uh, I, I, I know this. If you're, and I think this is where a vast amount of people are. Um, we intentionally don't like pain, but if we want to grow and, and exit a bad situation or enter into a better situation, it has to involve that. So, I I mean, I know it's a contrite, uh, almost cliche thing to say, but, you know, fail early, fail often kind of thing. I I think that so many people um, are leading that insulated life, that their highs and lows are watching somebody else succeed. At it, We watch other people in sports, in life. We watch the singer or the voice or whatever it's called. We watch other people succeed, and sometimes we think that that's us, and it's not. Right, we not. see other people fail and say, oh, man, that must suck. And it, and, and it doesn't for them because in most cases they're going to progress. And so right. I think and so I think, yeah, man, I, I like if you're not challenging yourself by something and I don't I don't and I'm not going to put anybody's profession down, but I don't. And I joke about this because I seriously think when I'm older, I do want to be a Walmart greeter uh, and I'm not joking about that. Um, but like <clears throat> challenge yourself to be something like you normally don't do as a Walmart greeter. Uh, if, if you're, if, you know, I, I've seen people that, you know, do the Amazon delivery thing and some, some of those guys just have a panache and they, they run up to the, <laughs> they run up to the door, they ring the doorbell in a fun way, or I'm mean, like, they, they have a certain zeal to them. And, and so if you're pushing the boundaries, if you're challenging yourself and, you know, and, and, and even if it doesn't want to be in your job, in your personal life. In your marriage, yep. in your relationships, in your friendships, what are you reading? Are you trying to, I mean, heck, I'm sitting here saying this. I keep saying I don't have enough time. I, my daughter now has enough guitars that I can pick up one now and start playing. Oh, wow. I keep telling myself I want to do that. But so like, you know, and, and, and the, ah, oh, this sucks or I want to give up. It's really good for you to experience adversity. It just yep. is. Because uh, when, when you come out of it on the other side, it feels really, really good. Absolutely. So I think I think today that we've learned never be too high, never be too low. When you're in the middle, um, it's, it's all in how you deal with the world around you. And you need all of the emotion in order to develop with who you are and where you're going in life. And we should embrace adversity and look at it as a positive thing because it's, it's going, that's the thing that's going to cause us to grow the most yeah yeah i like that Take there, you go. there you go all right man oh jamal crook this is don wetcher gonna go find a challenge so i can find those opportunities everywhere we'll see you